Yo! Yo, yo, yo. The wind is blowing. Is that a metaphor for the way I feel? The, the way I'm feeling right now? Yes, it is, because I've just said it is. Crikey, my likey. I felt like I was acting right there, and that was an acting voice. That was me trying to be me as opposed to me being me. Subtle difference there. I'll let you decide how to react to that statement, that statement of intent. Right, I haven't been around for a few days because I've gone on a whirlwind. Look at that. That was the reason why I knew the wind and my life were associated. A whirlwind journey of the last, I would say, 48 hours, but I can't actually remember the last time I actually plogged. Um, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I think it was Friday, so that's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three days off. Uh, that's, that in itself is a, a momentous occasion because me of the past would have flipped out um, at the idea of not continuing and uh, keeping that communication channel open to, to you because I would have felt like that was the, the breakdown in one of the things that I attribute or I, I gave myself credit for being actually good at. But you know what? Uh, I didn't flip out uh, because I told myself not to flip out and actually uh, I got myself to such a low level in my mind and body fatigue slash uh, total exhaustion that even if I wanted to care I don't feel I could have cared and in fact I know I couldn't care because I didn't care because I was I just destroyed like took the body to ground zero and what I've learned is when you take the body to ground zero and this is a ground zero in that uh, on Sunday you know I'm running around Dulwich Park and uh, taking on this like cross this this cross rail it wasn't a cross rail that's a train for those Americans out there and um, there's uh, like a path perpendicular or <clears throat> to that of the park and it's like an off-road parking path even it's a park path and I realized that you know if I'm gonna be taking this 100 miles which I am in now less well in four weeks then you know I need to get off the road because this is not a road run uh, you need to you need to apply yourself to the very thing that is um, that you're going to be taking on. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I didn't finish my run. I gave up. I gave myself then uh, sort of. I then said to myself, "Well, usually if I do a hit session, 20 minute hit session, quite extreme one, that gives me the energy." Bizarrely, uh, you know, you can push yourself even harder and get and like it summons a new energy inside you. Uh, and it's a run, you have to run that risk because sometimes it doesn't work and it didn't work on Sunday. It actually broke me. I stopped within 10 minutes. Uh, I've, I found myself knowing that I was, I was actually choosing, you know, every, four, every 30 seconds. I think I was doing a 30-30 split. Uh, very boring, I know, but I'm just going to tell you the details. And, and I found myself knowing that my, the mind, not my mind, but the mind was choosing easier tasks than that I, that I would usually take on. So that was abstract. Anyway, so then I realized I'd broken, physically drained, hips hurting, body hurting. Uh, and there is a time where usually, well, actually in the past, I wouldn't understand the, the feelings that come alongside the physical fatigue. But because I am on, out on the tethered space, I'm away from the spaceship, I'm looking back at the spaceship. I know, that sounds bizarre, I know, but some of you know what I'm talking about. I know what I feel like. So when I'm down, when, the, when, I'm, when I'm mentally down at the lowest level and physically, I find that is the best time to test yourself. And what I mean by that is that if you cannot continue to love something, love somebody, um, love a task, do a task, want to complete a task, want to do anything, when you're at your absolute bottom, then there is a chance that you don't actually really want to do that thing in the first place. 
Um, now, some would argue, including myself, that you're super tired, hence why who can do anything when you're super tired. But what I want to try to get to is a point in understanding in my life where I'm only actually attempting to do things, certainly the bigger things, that I really, really want to do. And it's almost impossible to know if you want to do that thing when you're feeling sky high, because actually it's very easy to attempt to do anything and everything when you're sky high. So, for example, I'm going to throw this right out there. You know, like, do I actually want to be continuing my journey, my voyage, um, you know, with, with us two. Now, that sounds extract, and there's a couple of us two people listening to this, only a couple, Christ, no one likes me anymore. Uh, and I'm thinking, like, you know, I've done such a magnificent thing. Uh, you know, and I can be proud of what I've done. I've built something with things, and it's incredible. And you know what, ironically, and there's the irony of a couple, of, and maybe it's the serendipitous fate that comes once you doubt yourself or once you ask for a sign from somebody, something, I won't say God, I don't believe in God, but I do believe in the fate God. I don't actually believe in the fate God, but Lisa believes that my wife believes in the fate God. I said, she said that she points out there's no God. There is a God, the fate God, I like that. So there I am thinking, like, you know what? I want to set sail for a new course, I think. I don't know, that's the problem. And I have a mind, which you may well have, un- um, of, of, of realised that I can't escape from. And what I mean by that, I've jumped around a bit here, but I'll come back to the other one if I remember, but I probably won't remember. So sorry if you wanted to have an answer to that one about why you should or shouldn't leave something that you love. Um, and I am back on that track is that the problem I have is that I have, if I make a decision, I think I've made a decision, I have no way of getting out of something quick enough and I mean let's just let's talk and remember I'm externalizing in a monologue here doesn't mean that anyone uh, has to worry about anything it's I mean, I'm externalizing what I think but I don't know if I think it until I say it and I even want to say it, I don't even know if I think it and actually yesterday I wrote something and I don't even know if I thought it but I have to I'm gonna have to deal with the consequences today I've seen the reply email today from my board but um or certainly two of them on the board what I mean is, you know, like, let's just say for one, let's just say you wanted to leave the company that you spent 15 years build, building. I'm being hypothetical here, but if using, you know, my understanding of what that would feel like as the catalyst for the question. The problem is to get out of something after 15 years, it takes, a, you know, if you're doing it sensibly, it could take months or years. Yeah, because there's sensible ways to get out to, to potentially unlock some value because you've worked your head hard, hardest or to... You just can't just leave something of that. Now, the problem I have is that, A, I don't know what I think ever because I've, 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 I just, my mind just spins continuously. I mean, and, it, and I do know it does go more left and right than, than, than anyone I know. So if I attempt to say I need to get out of something, the, by the time there's no way I can get out of it quick enough if I go down the normal route because... The normal route takes too long. It's too sensible. It's too like, okay, let's let's plan how to get out. And um, but in that process, within 24 hours probably, I'd have changed my mind because I'd have got excited by somebody or something or something we're doing or 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 for example, and there's the thing that I didn't. Funny enough, I started the thing, and before I finished the thing, or even started that thing, you'll notice about there, I actually finished the thing that I said I wasn't going to finish unless I remembered. Sorry, that was super confusing, but it was true. And if you replayed that and listened to the ten, well, the two minutes before, you'll know what I mean. So we, you know, I, I basically sent. So what I realised is, fuck me. If I want to live the most optimised me future, and I want to, I actually want to get, I want to tangentially live in a different, well, in a different me. 
don't overthink it Mills you're such a donut you're not that clever okay what I mean is I would like I would imagine myself loving to be able to focus 100% on what I'm doing here with the blog the blog could become some bigger thing I know it would if I explore if I t- I want to be able to spend uh, every day optimizing myself to be the greatest version of me I can possibly be so that I can truly understand how to inspire others through the act of optimizing myself now I feel a bit of a fraud right now because I'm not entirely sure I am optimizing myself to the best of my ability right now because I have this huge business that I am a big part of and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it anymore. In fact, I can tell you, I I felt for years now spinning left and right, not really feeling like I know my place in my, in my own cave. Now, so I thought to myself, and I did this, I told Sinks and I told Caff, that's my co-founder and my chair, that's like, I fucking need out of here. So I tested this yesterday. Now maybe that's like you could ask, you could, uh, some would argue that's the actress. And if Lisa found out I did that, she would go fucking ape shit. But I did it because I had to do it. I said, look, I love all these plans that you're thinking about how me and Sinks as founders kind of elevate ourselves to do whatever the hell we want. But I kind of feel like, you know what, I need out. I need out right now. I just need to go. Because the only way I can go uh, properly and get out is by just going. Now, this is a huge risk, by the way. And don't worry, any of us two who's listening to this, you know, us two is in safe hands. In fact, you could argue it's safer hands without the, my hands ever caressing and massaging any part of it. Now, but, and here lies the but, uh, although it doesn't lie there because I actually don't know what I was about to say. That's a bit annoying, isn't it? Um, it's just a paradox that no one really understands. Sinks doesn't really understand because he doesn't really, he hasn't really had a mind like mine. He doesn't continuously flip. I don't know what I feel. Like I wake up this morning, yesterday I was like, fuck it, I've got to send this mail. This is it. I have to quit, basically. The only way to escape is to quit. No one takes me seriously. That's the problem. I'm such the boy that cried wolf. And I am the boy that cried wolf, but not to cry or to play with the wolf but because I just it's almost like a cry of help I don't know how to get out of something that I'm so wrapped up in I can't breathe for it and I want to believe that uh, there is a different version of me I you know what I think I've been living in the last three years as if I think I'm going to live forever I'm not going to live forever and I need to make sure I'm doing something I actually love. Now, the problem with the irony is I fucking do love everything else too. It's basically, I've created exactly what I wanted. Something whereby no one can possibly put any, um, anything, pinpoint me onto anything. I, there's no expectation that I have to drive any one thing. But in many ways, I'm anemically driving everything. It's like, you, it's like a maze. I've created a maze. I've created a trail you cannot possibly follow so that I'm constantly jumping around. There's no, I'm not leading any one thing. That's what I love because I wanted this, this beast. I didn't even finish that other thing, did I? We just, so I say this, I send it. I say, fucking hell, look, sorry. I, just, I need freedom. The, free, the word I use is freedom. And it'd be interesting to unpack what freedom actually means. Because obviously lots of people think I am free, but I don't think I'm free. I think I'm completely trapped in something I absolutely love, which is someone is just as trappy dog as being trapped in something you don't like. Because it's all encompassing. You know, I, want to, I actually want to let loose. I feel like I am too restricting myself. I think the real me, the real Mills, is someone that is going to go crazy. Like the other day, I'm, I finally got a sign off to get tattoos on my hands. Now, that's something that has taken a long time. Well, actually, that's not true at all. I basically just said, at least, do you mind if you get them? She's like, okay, you can get them. Now, I need to get signed off to my wife because, but I don't know why. That was a te- but I also experimented the other day when I talked to my wife about something. I said, you know what? I don't actually care. I didn't say it quite the negative way, although I did. I don't really care what you think about certain things that I think in terms of my relationship with work and life. Because actually, I'm learning to unlearn 
the belief that you have to care about what other people think. I don't really care. I care about anything. Now, I'm excited about getting my tattoos. The tattoos on my hands are, uh, and sorry, mum, you're going to have to face it as well. I'm getting them. And I want to get, I, it's for me, it's about, it's part of, it's part of um, showing myself that I can believe in myself to do things that I want to do that I don't know why I want to do them other than I just love the idea of it. I love what it stands for, hand tattoos. Anyway, where I was going with this is, um, I'm very excited because, yeah, so I say that, Christ, sorry, I know you have to keep up with me, but this is the life of, of fucking our founder who's been gone all in for so long and is so confused. Anyway, the other day, just this morning, I wake up and we've become, uh, other than Google, we are the finalist in Fast Companies. We didn't win it because I think already Google have won it, but we were chosen out of seven companies in the whole world for design company of the year for five different things and we done and we came in finest for five other categories that's pretty impressive so after 15 years uh the very design we hardly ever win any awards but we've now been recognized as one of the seven um finalists in the design company by a magazine called fast company which, which i actually do look up to especially now um, that they chose us that's pretty special so that's kind of like weird. Like I sort of, t- it's the, if that's not a sign from the fate to God to sort of say, look, stay the course. I don't know. Now the problem is I don't want to stay the course. You know what I really, really want. This is what I really, really want. What I really, really want is pure. Sh- I was gonna say sugar babies, but that was not there. Not Spice Girls. You know what I really would love is, and I would love it. I would like, I would like a load of money so I could do what the fuck I wanted. And it's as selfish as you like. But I would, you know what I'd do? I'd get a studio. I would buy myself. I would make myself. I'd rent myself a studio. Actually, I'd rent it because I'd get bored of it soon. And I'd put a gym in it. And I wouldn't charge anyone to come in. And I would make it like an amazing podcast booth that's ridiculous. And I'd, I'd actually make everything backwards. And I would, I would not allow anyone to come in it that was going to be normal. And I would try to just. I don't know, circumvent, circumvent reality. So now that, look, allow yourself to think like that. I'm not crazy, that's the problem. I wish I was crazy. It would be amazing to be crazy. Um, yeah, anyway. <sighs> Sorry, I haven't spoken for a few days and I need to get stuff out. You know, my dream of, you know, you know why I suddenly feel like there's a potential for freedom. It's like, I talked the other day about one of these investments we made four years ago, three years ago. The, the guy's phone us up the other day, say, bloody hell, you know, we need to sell, we, we're thinking, well, I won't say which one is because that will probably um, kill the whole deal. Uh, probably won't happen anyway, so that's why I tell you. In fact, only this morning I said to Leif, bloody hell, I better not tell anybody else about this because no likelihood is it won't happen now, but it doesn't really matter because the concept is what I'm talking about here, not the reality. Reality doesn't really matter. Concept of reality matters more. So when we're on the phone, me and Sinks, and we're literally, I mean, if you had seen two kids, like puppies, pissing against the wall because they're so excited that their the mum and dad are not home, that's what we were doing. Like, fucking hell, we're being told that this investment that we wrote off three or four years ago potentially is going to be so valuable um, to us if they get it over the line in the next few weeks that, that, that it's a life-changing amount of money now money is important so let's not pretend it isn't so i'm just going to wipe that off the surface this was enough for me to think to myself straight away and sinks cried with laughter but he knows i want to do it and i think fucking hell, that's enough money for me to basically sort out leasing the kids keep them i don't mean quiet by the way i mean like in just look i've got to i've got a fucking family not a fucking there's in the negative i've got a family i want them number one now um then I've got enough money to just to, just to go crazy. And I've always wanted a gym, a big room, like a box type rooms, um, CrossFit style thing. And I'm going to rent it and I'm going to not charge anybody to come in. I don't want to charge people. I don't like this idea of I do something, you give me some money. I don't want that. I don't want to employ anyone. I don't want to be, um, uh, I don't want to feel like I have to give someone anything more than what I decide to give them on that day through my energy. So I'm going to have a gym that is 
that is open to certain people only because I want it to actually only be certain people. I'm going to make sure I find a real range of people and I'm going to do something special. And that's going to be the start of my absolute focus in trying to unloop. I need to unhinge myself from, from the reality of what work is meant to be. I don't, I want to create a business. It's, it's not a business, but I just think myself it is. It's a business that doesn't drop, make money. Maybe that's a youth centre, I don't know. But it doesn't really matter. But anyway, I thought to myself, I let myself believe, fucking hell, that is a game-changing amount of money. And it's okay. You know what? I spent 15 years not thinking about money. Um, and you know what? That's not the right way thing to do about it because you get 15 years in, you realise, fucking hell, if you're never going to sell the thing, if you're never going to fucking pay any money out, really, you're not... I mean, bloody hell, it's just madness because money allows you to take huge risks on mad things and mad things make me excited. Anyway, so it got me thinking, fucking hell, wait a sec. Yes, I've built something incredible, but what would be more incredible, perhaps, perhaps only, perhaps only, is if I had uh, an, a fairly exorbitant, inexorbitant, that means, uh, well, enough money, enough money, not loads of money, enough money to look after the fam so they're so, so Lisa doesn't have to worry that my madness is getting ever more. She's she sorted, the family is sorted, the kids are sorted. Um, and I've got the fuck off money that allows me to do some sort of things that I think I don't even think I'll do. And that's why I want to do them. So it got me thinking, got me thinking differently about maybe, you know, I don't know. Someone also told me something the other day. There's a difference between... I talked to them about why they sell their business. I'm not trying to sell my business. I'm, I'm letting myself think live about what it means to have some actual money. Now, someone said to me, well, there's a difference between owning a business and controlling a business. Now, I thought, bloody hell, that's very, very powerful. Uh, bear in mind, this came from somebody who just sold their business. So, and I asked them, why do you sell your business? Now, the, diff- the funny thing about that statement is that I walked away going, fucking, that's so powerful. And I have absolutely no idea what it really means because in all honesty, I don't know if I want to own or control anything other than my own destiny, which is basically in the balance right now because I can make decisions that will actually answer the very things that I want from life, but I've never dared to actually believe it's okay to want. So, leave you with that. Don't know what it means. Don't know what anything it means. All I know is I'm flying. All I know is a few things. I'm flying to New York in three hours. I'm going to my games board right now with Sinks. Me and Sinks are getting on a plane, going to New York. We fresh. Me and Sinks are going to try and sort out our heads and future sitting next to each other, which means we said we've to everyone we'll do that, which means we won't do it. That's what we always do. And then we're going to get to New York. I'm going to go running tonight on my own while Sinks probably goes and gets pissed. And then we're going to have two days with, car- with Carsten, our CEO. Cannot wait. I'm really excited about that. Bonding, talking, thinking about building. What is the future? How do we make a future that works for everybody? Uh, and that is that allows me to um, go some way towards freedom. Freedom is what I crave. Freedom is what I absolutely crave. There, I said it. Fucking hell. And I don't know what freedom means, but I'm just saying that. And I'm excited. Now, if you've got this far you have won a prize and the prize is i always go on and on and on about um about the power of a plug in in being something that every morning you wake up and you just unleash total nonsense i everything i've just said by the way is not true it's a it's a dream state it's 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 something that was in my head but it doesn't mean it's true just because you say something and this is what a lot of people don't understand just because i've said what i said and i put it down onto my plug doesn't mean i actually think it it just means i think it there's a, again, there's a subtle difference between it. You know, if you don't think and talk stuff through, you can never get to a better state. It's okay. You know what? I think, no, I want to talk about things to allow me to compute whether or not I actually believe the very things I think. Now, the prize is, for a lot of people, they don't like the idea of talking into a mobile phone like I do. So someone reached out to me and they told me about uh, an incredible uh, app called, 
actually you know what i can't remember the name of it i can't be bothered to to go and look for it but i'm going to put it in the show notes so if you actually do want it, you have to go into the show notes and you have to click on it but it seems like i think it's something to do with you right you wake up the first thing you do is you have to write 500 words uh, and get anything that's in your head out of your head i can understand why that practice is good because that's what i do i just do it with 5,000 um, words that most of them don't even make sense right so there's that by the way i watched this um i said it on my instagram yesterday uh i watched this film called um oh shit what is it called the kingdom of us oh god it's about suicide it's about this it's well it's not even a story oh i suppose it is a story but it's you know how for seven a family of seven deal with have dealt with um the fact that their their dad or their husband killed themselves i think eight years ago now um and it was so powerful and yesterday you know I, did, I had a rule yesterday that I went through all my emails. I had 240 emails that I backlogged. And I said, this is the rule. Whatever email you get to, you no longer just say, I'll reply to that tomorrow or I'll watch that tomorrow. Anything that anyone had asked me to do, I did. It was an experimental day. And one of them was, you should watch this film. Well, actually, it was someone who reached out because of my suicide post. And they told me about Calm. I looked at Calm website. And on there, they were talking about screening for Kingdom of Us. And I thought, you know what? I need to watch that because if I, I need to understand more about male suicide. I need to understand more. I need to be better prepared to know how to deal with it. And I watched this film and look, it really did change me because it gave me perspective into the mind of somebody who would kill themselves. It gave me perspective into how families deal with it and how different people within a family, depending on their ages, deal with something. And it was just, I think it's a powerful, important film that we should all watch. Um, And yeah, please do watch that. I'll put that in the show notes. It's on Netflix right now. It's really, really powerful. Really, really powerful. And I will say more about suicide because I, I, it got me thinking the other day. I did this post about suicide. I did a very emotional post. Not that people need to know, but on Instagram, for example, I posted that. And I could see that people have seen it. But it's amazing, amazing that the notes that I wrote about the suicide post was, was the fact that I personally have got a friend who's dealing with it right now. And I'm, I don't really know how to deal with it beyond supporting in any way I can. And I'm quite amazed, actually by not being amazed by the fact that almost nobody reached out to me just to check that I was okay or they were just thinking of me having to deal with something. Like, how can we live in a life where too, so many people don't? And, and, I, and I've changed the way I am with people when I, when I noticed all the emails I got yesterday. I tried to read between the lines of what people were saying to me. People, it's so easy to fleet over, not ask someone just how they are, actually are. Like, how are you actually? Not that total bullshit of how are you and not listening. Like, how can it be that, like, my closest actual friend, let's say, haven't bothered to reach out to me? Like, what's a fucking world do we live in? It's unbelievable. Now, maybe that's back down to the... I mean, that cannot be down to the fact that they think that I'm just... I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I have to believe that they haven't seen the post. I have to believe that. I, I, I need to believe that. Otherwise, it's just too insane that we live in a world where people don't really um, ask their friends how they actually, actually are bizarre right leave it on that going to new york be back on friday doing the night flight the plan is and this is a plan so not an actual land at seven in the morning on friday morning and go for a four-hour run with no sleep because i can't sleep on those fucking economy planes and yes i do fly economy who the fuck would ever not fly economy waste of money in business class um uh, land there you know bloody hell go running feel absolutely awful. but i have to do that because i've got my 24 hour run which means i run through the night jokes in it Right, see you later, alligators. Thank you for letting me talk.
thank you for letting me just allow that to come out you know I, lo- I like it's, I, it's mad it's just how how the mind just flitters between all these different parallel tracks but when I realised that I saw I'm back into basically the beginning of the podcast again when I realised that I am actually the, the master of my own destiny that's quite a powerful thing I, I can basically say or do anything I want bloody hell that's the alarm so stop um, I realise sometimes I say that's the alarm and you can't actually hear when I play it back I don't actually hear that song that was a police car going past and bloody hell I'm boiling um, I do enjoy my time in New York like it's a chance to submerge back into you know 1000% only focus on on uh, on working you know I do fear obviously that by going back in deep into work it takes me back in again to the very epicentre of the reality of my life and it, which is the polar opposite of complete freedom but you know what I'm, I'm going out there to talk very detailed and very um, very calmly about what uh, the future of us two really looks like with someone not just someone our CEO and Sinks who me and Sinks are very excited about talking to because she's someone we really really believe in I'm very excited so close to actually unearthing the my opportunities oh my god why is it so hot it's probably because I'm wearing a black jumper and it's sun is pouring down right I've got to go that was I just you don't even have to keep listening now but yeah so if you need you know that journaling tool looks fresh but I do recommend just talking shit into a podcast every day just don't even upload just talk to yourself I look forward to it every day and that's why um I'm going to do the beef one as well in a minute. In fact, this is the genius. I'm going to stop this and straight away start another one and pretend I'm a different person. Talking about my road to 100, my beefy. Right, see you later. By the way, if you don't know that, I do another podcast called um, 666 Road to Beef. And that is about me putting on my six kilograms of muscle, which is too, that's too exact, isn't it? But basically getting bigger, learning about how to augment my body, learning how to take on 100 miles, learning how to do all sorts of different things. Right, see you later at Litgator. Oh, by the way, I will put a podcast, Another, if you got this far, I know the ever-dwindling amount of people have got this far. I've also put a link to a new podcast series I found, which, which is brilliant because it, I love this song by Kanye West last week. It's called Runaway. Funny enough, it came out in 2012. That's how backwards I am. Slow I am. I'm such a slow adopter. I like being a slow adopter. No interest in being the first adopter. Uh, and that's because I can't be it. And then I found this other podcast someone sent to me, which basically deconstructs the very song I like. So it's a deconstruction of the song. I love so I can learn why I guess Kanye did what he did or certainly why someone thinks he did what he did so when you love the song so much imagine finding a podcast which dissects all the songs you absolutely love and really talks about what it means because that starts to give me the the faint ever so faint belief that perhaps perhaps it's not that bizarre a concept to believe that maybe I could actually learn how to write music 40 years into my life I grew up never believing that that was an option. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I also believe that if I can get some money and create freedom, uh, I will, I just want, there must be loads of people who are willing to come around to my house and just sing in my room, uh, in my front room, by the way, and just sing love music. There's nothing better than that. Right, see you later, alligator. Anyway, I'll put that show note in there as well, that podcast. I'll put that podcast in the show note. It is a podcast, so don't have to think that was a bizarre thing to say. Right, see you later. Bye, easy, bye.